This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. That intro, isn't it? Yes! yes. Nice. This is the Brentford Fan Show. With me right now, I'll be sorted. We've got Billy, Dave and Gary. Boys, how you all doing? Yeah, yeah not too bad. Yourself? Lively again, Monday. I'll tell you yeah. something. We switched to a Monday. Go on. And we love the Mondays now because <sighs> since we switched to Monday, Brentford keep winning on I, Saturday. I tell you who doesn't love Monday. We just had West Ham in here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Those boys like are any, miserable. Any day of the week. I don't know, exactly. The atmosphere has changed like that. It has. It I'm has. delighted. I must be like pulling teeth. It was a bit like running a little therapy session. I just thought <laughs> that everything's going to be okay. No sharp yeah, instruments worry. in Did here. You, yeah. you lied. Did you listen? I mean, you, you're not as a therapist, you meant to yeah. listen, not, not yeah. talk. Well, I, I'm a daydreamer. Ah. <laughs> They okay. said some stuff. They're looking in your eyes. Not them, but a lot of West Ham fans are unhappy about popcorn being it in the stadium. Ah. That is a consistent issue. To be fair, actually, the popcorn activity, mm. uh, I mean, maybe the, the popcorn could be constricted to the family area, maybe, you know, but if there's popcorn all over the place. But I, I think, so basically, someone took a picture of a guy just sat in a seat eating popcorn, put it on Twitter, and all of the West Ham fans, well, not all of them, but lots of them got really angry about how this, and used that as an excuse for all of the issues surrounding West Ham, i.e., people are just turning up to the stadium, they're eating popcorn. They're not thro- are they throwing the popcorn? No, they're just, it's no, just, it's just it was literally just a guy eating his popcorn. Fulham, Fulham fans having a bit yeah. of a sob about a pie. Oh yeah, they, on a shirt. That's right. Yeah, there was a bit of a pie issue at Fulham, which yeah. uh, didn't go down particularly well. I don't know if you you know anything about the Fulham-ish um, scenario. I know the boys are in probably on Wednesday as well, yeah. and they probably be yeah. able to tell you all about it if you're doing their show on Wednesday. But ask them about the pie scenario. Pie gate. Yeah, pie when gate. It, when it comes to Fulham, I, Michael Jackson, the statue was when they took that out. I. I had no interest in Fulham. <laughs> well, okay. It's not a lot left. We, we, yeah, yeah. we shall move on swiftly. Yes. Okay, so, so Nottingham Forest, 2-1. Two, 2-1 one. Two, yeah. one on Saturday against the Forest. And uh, it was a pleasing result because yeah. we played Forest pretty much sort of around about the same time last season. And the result was a little less pleasing. Mark Warburton, our old manager, was the manager of Forest and he really wanted a result last year. Uh, we played pretty well, but we mm-hmm. gave away a couple of really stinky goals last year and we lost, I think it was 4-3. Four, four, three. Three, it? Um, it was a good game for the neutral. It wasn't a good game for a B. And uh, we were a bit worried because Itor Karanka is their manager and he is a bit of a being up on it as they say and we were a little bit worried that he might actually come down there and he might actually uh, you know he might might, might, might struggle 
Yeah, he's 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 a bit of a bit of a spoiler. Is Ito Karanka? Mm-hmm. He, uh, he he's not not known well, especially when he plays us. He he seems to have got our card marked. So yeah. he, he he sets himself up, and it really does frustrate us. So um, having lost the week before up at Blackburn, it was important that we yeah. got back and we won again. And the sun was out. It was a gorgeous day and decent crowd, wasn't there? Um, yes. Good atmosphere. And yeah, we went one up then pegged back through one stupid mistake by Dan Bentley but luckily we had enough about us to uh, to nick it well not nick it at the end we, we sealed it at the end so yeah we got, got what we deserved yeah 20 shots to Brentford 6 for Forrest so the result probably is certainly the fair one uh, were you surprised it took until the 84th minute to find a winner yeah, um, it's, it's, this this pattern of play is is quite sim is quite familiar to us. We do we create enough, we create yeah. loads every every game, and yeah. we are fairly wasteful. Let's be honest. Why is that? Uh, energetically wasteful is if you there's a website called Experimental Three Six One, brilliant website, mm-hmm. and he's a bit of a statistician, and uh, he he pans out all the teams, and we were panned out as being energetically wasteful last season. We were right out there, which yeah. basically means that we create lots of chances, but we miss lots of chances, but we still score lots of goals. But the, yeah. if we had scored all the goals that we would done, we would have probably not, you know been thirty points should, above a wall. We should be scoring more though. We, do, no, no, definitely. we definitely should be. Scoring. Well, of the twenty shot, of the twenty shots, only six were on target. I mean, that 14 shots off target is fairly dismal. Yeah, it is. Again, I mean, it is. Again, it's, yes. I'll try. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's actually, I mean, you can't, you can't really argue. I mean, you Just, can't. It's like, we, we should be scoring more goals, yeah, no. you know. The, the fact that Neil Morpay, who was our leading goal scorer, got himself suspended. He yeah. stamps on, what's his face up at Aston Villa? Three-game ban. Um, so he's served that now. So hopefully we've got a poacher. The poacher that he was, yeah. he started the season being, we, you know, we, we'd replaced him with, you know, Ollie Watkins on Saturday and Marcus Force the week before and they're not they're not quite they're not yeah. the number nines that we, we need so. but he's still got he's still got the winner though you can't no you that. can't yep. I, I, I was actually an interesting because you're talking about the the, the shots that we had, I mm-hmm. think in the first half, you said 20 shots. 20 in, shots, in, yeah. in the first half, I think we had 16 or 12 or something like Something Ooh. ridiculous. And they had two. Yeah. And I was actually in enemy territory in the first half. I was actually uh, I was actually in the forest end. Ba-ba-bum. For the whole of the first half, I was sitting with my, or standing with my forest chums. And back to the uh, 80s. Yeah, I was doing a bit. Of, yeah, I was doing a bit. Yeah, it's back to the 80s. I, take, <laughs> no. I, took, I took the forest end on my own, didn't exactly. I? You know? And I, I was singing, a, I was listening to the I Talk Karanka song, actually, which is, uh, which is ringing out. It's, uh, I I talk Karanka. I talk Karanka. He comes from Spain. Um, and Frank Lampard is that, uh, and we can't say the other word because of uh, Ofcom, mm-hmm. but you can imagine what that yeah. one is. But they sung that song quite a lot, we can say. And obviously, Frank Lampard going to Derby now is not a yeah. very popular man in the Nottingham zone. They're playing all. better football than Forest, though. Well, <laughs> they may not like Frank Lampard, but um, Ita Karanka's team were pretty dog raw, if I'm honest with you. To yeah. be honest, though, they did. I'd say w- there was a point in the game where I, said, I think we'd had 20 shots, they'd had two. Mm-hmm. And then they actually decided, okay, let's try and play a bit of football and they didn't look bad and that was the point that they actually no, got I mean, back in the they game they spent a lot of money de- they are a decent team well, they're they, allowed to play they brought the substitutes on they started they changed the game they were sort of, you know they went down the wings and they um they actually started to play football and interestingly as so, well if you speak to the and we're going to listen to the forest fans in a little bit um and the brentford fans and what they said in the pub but they uh they talked about matty cash 
they've spent all this money and all these players spent you know 13 million on this player and they've got another player who's worth 20 million uh, and it ends up being Matty Cash who's one of their academy players who's come through who's the one that actually ends up scoring for them and comes out and he's trying so it's kind of one of these situations where it's like with teams like this you believe that you've got to spend 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 to get out the division but sometimes you have to look at what you've got inside your little camp and work out how mm-hmm. you could develop them and you know this is part of the problem with uh the football game at the moment now as we know people there's so much money involved and teams um all these owners are coming in they want really fast results and they want these results like tomorrow so it makes it really difficult for these players who are trying to come through who are probably brilliant but they don't give them enough time to develop yeah, yeah it's very true i just read a, a, an article yesterday that was in the weirdly the new york times but it was fascinating in terms of player development and at what age that happens and what it doesn't and then the price of players and at what point clubs are thinking well we might have a sell on value if we bother and the point you give up and say well he's 22 but we're going to have to do a lot to make any money from him even if he's going to improve our first team we're better off getting rid of him now it's a really weird area the other stat I thought was important to, to, to note from Saturday was seven bookings Forrest got and That's a lot, isn't it? Oh, this, it I mean, it's only like it's they got fined, four, didn't they? Only, hmm? They got fined because of it. Yeah. If you get over six, I think yeah. it is you get fined. So yeah, they actually got five fined. grand. Yeah. But but there's again a typical Karanka. Yeah. They they foul yeah. on rotation and they yeah. not they don't get many sent off. No. They just take it in turns. Karanka like MMA coming. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. We have a quick break now. When we come back, we will carry on. Lego, the strongest brand in the UK. I think I'm gonna have to build my wall with Lego now. Love sport. I work for AspokesmanSaid.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit AspokesmanSaid.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. The Love Sport Fan Shows. Cesc Fabregas played two or three seasons at 10 for Arsenal in a 4-2-3-1 and he was untouchable and he was about six years younger than Mesut Ozil. He did all of it. He didn't just have the visionary passing. He scored twice as many goals as Mesut Ozil. So don't talk about match of the day 20 years ago. This is a player who played for us 10 years ago and did it week in, week out. There's loads of people who understand that, you know, he's a great footballer. It's that 90% to 100%. That's the 10% they want. That's all they want. They love him, but they just want that extra 10%. That's all we're talking about. Weekdays and Sunday from 7pm. Seriously, cricket, I have to tell you, I've never seen anything like that before. Unique, very, very unique. The Fans Show with 7bestbets.com, the official bookmaker of Love Sport. Okay, before we carry on talking, you guys went to the pub. So, what happened there? We went to the pub, as we do after every single game. Yeah. And we talk um, to fans because um, we love um, talking um, to people. And before. And before. <laughs> and even and when there isn't a jury, Yeah, that's yeah. right. We like chumming up with fans as we do. We chum up with fans. So we talk to Brentford fans. We talk to Forest fans after the game, directly after the game. And they give us their heartfelt feelings nice. on the results. So we're going to listen to what the fans have to say after the game. I'm delighted with that because you showed a maturity in the performance. We came up against a dirty Karanka side that we've done against, as we used to against Borough. And Borough used to get the upper hand with us. But we, we kept playing, we kept playing, and we got our just desserts bill. We're a team that's on the up, and we're gonna have we're gonna come across more and more of this because teams are gonna want to stop us playing. And I think that's a compliment to us. We're a dangerous side, and the only they can't play us, they've only got to try and nullify us. As, as Rob said, I thought it was a really grown-up performance. I thought it's a really big win, as big as it could be this early in the season. It keeps us at the right end of the table. Um, I thought we played really well. I thought we were solid against the sort of team that we normally fall down against. As, 
know, that typical niggly, foul-rotating big team. When they started playing, they actually looked a half-decent team when they got playing, but their tactics are different. We're, we're getting spot with the football we play. There was some lovely football in the first half. Um, and again at the end and it's, it's a big and it's a good three points very happy with that so we got the Forest lads in the house and uh, I was standing with you in the first half actually in the Forest end interesting view from that end as well and interesting to hear the fans opinions and that half you thought that Brentford should have been well and truly clear didn't you I wouldn't say well and truly clear but you definitely deserved the lead which you, well you didn't have it at that point did you but yeah I was surprised that you weren't winning we, we just didn't look at the races at all especially in that first half you can always rely on Matty Cash to come up with a little bit of brilliance we've, we've signed all these players spent a lot of money but it's the academy guy that's still managing to try and get us something create us something but all in all you just knew there was another goal in the game and it probably wasn't going to be for us I think your lads knew what to expect and gave as good as they got but yeah I mean the ref lost the game quite often as well I don't know what happened at the end up at your your way but it's just one of those things oh it's work in progress we've spent 19 years shifting managers spending a bit of money here and there we've finally now got a stable owner that's willing to put some money in place and get the structure right so you know it's the first season of us being this club that is supposedly going to be on the up so we can't rush into it we've spent some money but we, we, we can be patient yeah I enjoy Griffin Park I enjoy every London away trip to be fair um, Griffin Park fantastic place uh, proper old ground into it old school uh, last of the terraces in the championship now now Burton have got relegated so enjoy it result of rubbish performance rubbish but nice welcome from the Brentford lads very negative performance I thought very negative setup but uh, I thought credit to Brentford I thought Brentford was superb for 90 minutes we had a little 20 minute spell in the second half but I thought a draw would have been a travesty mate we got, we got what we deserved and you know that, that was probably the most pleasing thing today to be honest with you was the fact that uh, we we came out of that game against Karanka's very very kind of brutal well not brutal but it was it was a typical niggly Karanka team who were wasting wasting the you know wasting time in the even in the first half so you know yeah again so we can go into the international break uh Sitting there in fifth place, 11 points, three points off the top. I think that's a, that's a really, really encouraging start. It could have been better. It, it, it is what it is, and it's what, what it is is really, really encouraging. So I'm excited to come back in two weeks against Wigan. And, uh, yeah, uh, we, you know, it looks like we are becoming a real deal. Everybody's pretty happy there, aren't they? Definitely. Well, not the Forest fans. They weren't happy well, at all, were they? No, not so much. But this isn't about the Forest fans. <laughs> yeah, but again, you've got to look at, you know, it's good to get their opinion because sometimes yeah, if, you, if you get a result mm-hmm. and it's a lucky result, you know, after the game, you get that reflection from both sides. And yeah. the Brentford fans are pretty honest and the, and the mm-hmm. Wave fans are pretty honest as well. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, we, we do that. We do that every every for every game. To be, while Billy's just dying over here in the corner, um, air ambulance. Um, <laughs> you, you had anyone die live on air since you launched? Only me when I try and tell a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So yeah, as, as I said, right right at the end. But the most important thing is we've gone into the international break. We've yeah. had a really good start to the season. And what's really good about the way the season is in the championship, you have kind of six or seven games, mm-hmm. then another international break. So you can yeah. you can break it down into little chunks and if we can if we can if, if the next chunk of season is half as good as you know or as good as this yeah. one we are going to be sort of looking into late autumn as 
really, really contending, per- perfectly positioned for a promotion push. Thing is, I'd say the break does come out. I do actually quite like this break because in the football league, you kind of start and then all of a sudden the um, League Cup gets thrown in, so mm-hmm. then you start getting into this Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, and that's when injuries start to come and it starts to take its toll. Now you've got a chance to freshen up. I mean, we're going to get more payback after the break as well. Yeah, and I, and I just think as well, is from a from a fan's point of view, mm-hmm. for home and away fans, you need you need that break as yeah. well. We've, we've done sort of five, five weeks and we can just kind of just turn off for a fortnight now. Brownie points, basically. Yeah, brownie points for the misses. You know, yeah. Which is good. But listen, we talked about, there's a lot of people that was talking about Karanka's side and the cynical football. It's really interesting because, and I was thinking about this uh, sort of yesterday over the weekend, when we first came into this league, we came into the first season and we did very well. We got to the playoffs and uh, um, we, we, we basically bucked up with Ito Karanka four times that season, twice in the league and then twice in the playoffs when mm-hmm. we got to the playoffs. He beat us four times that season and uh, it was really annoying. It's one of those situations where we felt that we could not beat his side and I actually had some respect for them. I, you know, we thought actually th- these are a really good team. They had a Doma in the side. They had a really tight defence. But we thought, you know, they're a really good side because we thought this is what we got to be like. This is the type of team that we got to be like to to actually do something in this league. Now, quite interestingly, what's happened now? It's what four years later, three seasons later now, and Karenka's come back in a new guise at Nottingham Forest, and we're now going oh horrible football, terrible football. And it's almost like you know we've kind of learnt the league a little bit, and we've 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 worked out actually okay, fair enough, you can. You can get by playing that type of football, but actually you can get by playing another type of football as well. And you, you understand what I'm saying? So yeah, it's, it's quite interesting. The attitude has changed with Karanka, where everyone really unhappy with well, it's, him, it's aren't they? Having a, it's, having, it's about being consistent and being confident in your own fo- in your footballing philosophy. And, and I think, you know, we, we have spoken about this before, and, but it's, it's, it doesn't hurt to kind of, uh, you know, reiterate the fact that, you know, we've got a, a, a beautiful playing ethos. And, and it's, uh, you know, I'd rather have the way we play than this kind of overly clever... Work clever defensive which is so boring to watch you know like Rowett's teams as well yeah. you know you're spending you're spending big money on players that can play better football and they must be frustrated yeah I would as I said as I said earlier you saw how after about an hour then Forrest started to play around the time that they scored and then started to call they almost they then started to press us a bit more and almost you know we started to kind of crumble and for a moment I did think we were going to lose the game but, but um, I do think um yeah, it's nice playing the football, but you do have to battle because you know in this league you are going to have to battle because it's a long, hard season. Well, it's interesting you say that because the question I asked then as well is: it's easy for us to sort of get on the old high horse and say we play beautiful football, aren't we so great? You know, and you're not playing beautiful football, but. Interesting, when we first came in again, the Borough fans used to say to us, you remind us of a Tony Mowbray. When Tony Mowbray was our manager, you play football like he did. Beautiful passing football, but we got nowhere. And then we decided that we had to be a bit more cynical, a bit more defensive, probably a little bit more boring. And now we're actually doing really well. So the question is that, you know, if your team is doing all right, and say for example, you're winning, but the football isn't great. Do you, as a fan, really do you care? Well, no, but ultimately probably not, but it's nice to have it both ways. And I think there's, there's no end to that at Brentford because that's, that's the, you know, they're the kind of players that we, we're getting um, consistently. I, you know, you can say that they ditched the, their, their pretty football because they just weren't good enough at yeah. it. I think that uh, that's changed now, though, because I think the, 
like there's always something that's in vogue in football everyone used to play 4-4-2 then it became 4-2-3-1 or 4-3-3 and things filter down right so if it's happening in La Liga it will happen in the Premier League and if it's happening in the Premier League it'll happen in the Championship because it just makes sense that everybody does the same if things filter up from the Championship did you know that? (laughs) yeah so if we look at the Champions League for example the team that's been most successful over the last three years is the team that scores the most goals and that was also true in the World Cup France went out and tried to score goals and now if you look at the likes of Mourinho he's having issues because his style of football is what was the most successful style of football five ten years ago which was don't concede get one or two goals that's that's not popular anymore and it doesn't work anymore because no one else is doing that and as a result if Brentford are playing well creating lots of chances that fits what's happening elsewhere at the very top of the game so they should be successful it's interesting we were talking about that a little bit earlier I'm just Mm -hmm. saying because we were talking about the teams that are doing well um, and Leeds United for a start I think they're one of the teams they've scored the most goals with Bielsa um, and they've they've only let in four I think they scored 14 so and all the fans I've spoken to I've spoken to Norwich fans they said Leeds are on another level you know they're playing great football they're playing attacking football but they're not doing it all the time they're doing it in waves so we were just we were, I said to you we were just going through the teams just now and it's like the teams that seem to be scoring the goals are the ones that are that are up there and there's, there's this new thing about let's go out and score goals let's go out and play good football you know QPR only scored three goals this season and I, I personally QPR and Birmingham unless they start scoring goals I think they're going to start I, struggling I, I don't think it's new that the, the team that scores the most goal wins <laughs> I, think, I think that's been something that's been around since football started but yeah. I, I know I know I know what you, I know what you mean though. Yeah. It's, 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 it's attacking attack first def- don't, I'm not saying don't worry about the defending but we're going to outscore no, you yeah. and the, but the pro- ultimately the problem is at Brentford we haven't got a £30 million striker or a £130 million no. striker who can score at the uh, in the Champions League yeah. yet yeah, but you know, I don't we're, know the, we're, way, we're there. the way transfer fees are going up wait a couple of weeks <laughs> won't take long right we're back in just a moment to carry this on yeah, go soccer ball. I love soccer ball, truly do. Yep, go the Brits. This is Love Sport. The Fans Show with 7bestbets.com. From casinos to horses, we've got it covered. 7bestbets.com, Love Sport's official betting partner. Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. I went on a spokesman set, which was very easy to use for an old git like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com. Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit Gamblerware for more details. Divorce law proceedings can be frustrating and even seem unfair, especially if you command a high income or you own a business or if you're a man. Men with assets and children depend on their divorce lawyers. It's important to hire a lawyer that has the right skills. Cordell & Cordell works to help men protect their financial assets and the future role they play in their children's lives. Call 0330 6060 161 or visit cordellcordell.co.uk. 
a partner men can count. Look, 50% off bed sheets and these towels. Why is everything floral? Because she likes flowers. Who? Mum, she's staying with us until her extension's built. Are you joking? I told you last week. You didn't. With up to 70% off big brands, 20 restaurants and a nine-screen cinema, you're guaranteed to get more than you bargained for at London Designer Outlet. Savings for all the family? Hello, LDO. Find us in Wembley Park. See website for details. Savings on RRP. It's only for three months. Tottingham? Is that a thing? Oh, really? Tottingham Hotspurs. Great. Texans will love it. 100%. The Fans Show with 7bestbets.com. From casinos to horses, we've got it covered. 7bestbets.com. Love Sports, official betting partner. Okay, so let's go back to these missed chances because I was just doing some research. So against Blackburn Rovers, Brentford lost Mm 1-0. I won't go on about that. But in that game, Brentford uh, had eight shots, three on target. Just three on target, that was more shots than Blackburn had in the entire game. Yeah. So, But still, the majority have missed the target. Against Aston Villa, 13 shots, seven on target, but that's still loads of shots. Still covering out a shot more than once every 10 minutes. Uh, and then this is absolutely insane. Against Cheltenham Town, 27 shots at goal, 13 on target, scored one. Yeah. And that was, a, that was a defender. Yeah. <laughs> so is this, is this are people, is it a scenario of just like, if you're within 20 yards a goal, shoot? Or are these proper carved out good chances? And if so, why are they being missed? I think the goals are too small. There was a couple of glaring chances, I would say, against Forrest um, that should have been taken. Um, As I said earlier, we probably are missing Morpay, and Mm -hmm. he was he was being quite clinical um, in in the in the the, the first three matches. Um, But he does also miss lots of opportunities. But then he does create a lot of chances. So you know what I'm saying? It's like, but but my, you know, apart from probably. Man City, Barcelona, those kind of that kind of caliber of team. Yeah, no one wins ten nil every week. No, of course, you know no, I mean? of no, no not. matter what they. So there's there's obviously always going to be wasted opportunities. Yeah, yeah. Whoever, whoever it is, but it's just a know, lot though, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot of chances. Yeah, it, is, it is. But we're going to start. You know, we we. I think we will start cre- um, taking more of them hopefully soon. Is it, it's interesting. It's not new to Brentford as well because if you remember back in the again the the, the season when we got from um, got the playoffs the the Warburton era and we played was it uh, Blackpool or was it Huddersfield yeah, it was Blackpool. It was Blackpool. Blackpool and we had 44 shots that game do you remember that's it was, insane it was some sort of record yeah, yeah. It, it, was, a, it, it was it was it got it was a ridiculous game where literally every time they got the ball they were shooting yeah. and yeah. I think we I think we only scored like three Didn't or four John, no, it was five nil wasn't it because Terrell got a hat trick yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, we we are we are sort of work in progress. That's that's, yeah. that's the thing as well. You know, we we are we are we are wasteful though. Mm-hmm. To be honest fact. though, Forest, you know, they did defend well. They did set up. You know, so there were a lot of blocks. You know, the, keep, the yep. shots that were straight at the keeper. You know, there was a challenge gone in on a, one of our players, which you know enough to put him off. So it's those type of things that happened again last week in the cup game. Um, Scott Flinders turned into Levy Ashen. Halfway through the first half, like saving everything. <laughs> yeah, and then you do get a lot of scenarios where, you know, at the end of the game they just say our keeper was the man of the match. When we played Villa last season, nil all at Villa, we were literally all over them. After the game again, we come out, done the vox pops with the Villa fans, yeah. and go, "Listen, fair play to you guys. We, you smashed us off the park, but our keeper, what's his name? Uh, the, 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 the Sam the, Johnson. Sam Johnson, Man United. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Man United yeah. loan. Brilliant, brilliant keeper. He he had a blinder that day, and if he didn't have that blinder, we would have beaten them about four nil. It's absolutely. But we brilliant. can't. We can't have this. There's not an excuse every match. You know, <laughs> there is, there's, 
there's also that we we are kind of wasteful. We 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 do need to get more goals being chipped in from the middle, from midfield. I know that McLeod, um, McLeod scored on on Saturday, which was was good, but you didn't really, you know, until that point, I couldn't see where a goal was coming from from elsewhere. I don't think it's that you didn't. Did, you I don't know. think you didn't see a goal coming. It's just that. After about half hour, when you're having so many shots and you you haven't scored, because of the way things have gone in the last few years, it, that doubt you start to oh, it's going to be one of those games yeah. where you know like well, Bristol it was, City it was a last similar, year. It was a similar continuation from the from the Cheltenham game, wasn't yes. it? It's like we had a lot of possession, we had a lot of chances, and again we were being frustrated. But saying that we are patient, that's the thing, because you know when you get a scenario where you're shooting, 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 and I think mm-hmm. what they've done is they're so used to this situation, they just carry on doing what they're doing, yeah, they keep they the same formation, they keep, and it's almost true. like. Even if we're like that, they'll come on to 70 minutes, they'll change it up, they'll bring the two wingers on, they'll smash the other team off the park, because all of a sudden these two guys will go completely and utterly berserk. Yeah. The other team is just like all over the place, crossing the middle, bang, goal, 80th minute. And that's that's kind of what happens. So I think Dean Smith sets himself up like, don't go behind at half-time. If we're still nil all at half-time, that's all good. If you're missing your chances, it doesn't really matter, because we'll we'll get them on 70 well, that's, minutes. That's why it was frustrating at Blackburn, though, wasn't it? Because we, 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 we sort of assumed that that was the pattern yeah. for the first phase of this season that we were going to create a lot and and ultimately score one or two but we 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 drew a blank didn't we so um you know that was that was that was a bit galling yeah well when we come back we'll be talking about the fakest news stories in the world of football we'll see you in a second i kick balls better than mohammed salah seriously ian stone's comedy breakfast on love sport I do think some religious outfit, outfits look crazy, right? And this goes for the Jews as well, by the way. Don't get me wrong, right? My uncle's a Hasidic Jew. Okay. You know the big, you know the big hats and the yeah, long yeah, black yeah. coats and all that stuff. And I said to him, "Why do you wear this outfit?" I asked him, "Why do you wear this outfit?" He goes, "This is what our ancestors wore in Russia 200 years ago." And I said, "Yeah, but was that a religious thing or just because it was freezing cold?" <laughs> Which I think is a perfectly fair question. I mean, if you start a religious cult on the equator and all you have was a loincloth, and then you uprooted to Siberia, you wouldn't walk about in a loincloth. Going, God, it's parking, isn't it? Jesus. I wish our, <laughs> I wish our guru had chosen a long black coat and a big furry hat. Weekdays from 6.30am. The Love Sport Fan Shows. You know, in terms of impact, certainly he's been with us a very long time. He came through the youth system. He got us promoted, basically. He got us into the Premier League. He left, came back, and then it was a huge part of keeping us there. But look at what Lombardo did in his career. Not just the way he did at Palace, but the type of player he was, how good he was for us, and then what he did outside of Palace. You would say, as a player, he is probably the best player to have played for Palace. But I would say two, three years ago, the gap between Lombardo and Wilf was obvious. Now it's paper thin, and in two years' time, there'll be zero doubt. Weekdays and Sunday from 7 pm. I was once told that David Moyes funded the plane banner that flew over Old Trafford that said Moyes out (laughs) in an effort to guarantee support from the board. And where did you hear this? Uh, I'd rather not say, but someone told me that was true. I have never believed it, but it's not the weirdest thing I've heard. Equally, there was a plain banner flown over Turf Moor this weekend uh, about Edward Woodward and his status within the club. The theory, there's a very, very solid theory that that was paid for by journalists because it creates a great story. I thought you were going to say it's paid for by Jose. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> that would have been, that would have been yeah. cracking. No, that one was journalist. But me. the David Moyes one is one of my uh, favourite ridiculous stories. I refuse to believe that that could possibly be true. Um, but, guys, the fakest news story in football you've ever heard. Listen, we we, we, we we talk about this in the pub earlier, and uh, we just realised that there's a load of fake news stories going around. Yep. But 
this came about actually after doing the little vox pops on saturday mm-hmm. and i there was a confession wasn't there There was a confession by a, a forest fan who uh, who told us a little story about him and uh malbray who is still blackburn manager and dean smith who is our manager mm-hmm. and he told us something which we went oh blimey that was you was it let's have a little listen to what he had to say right now and I've got Tony Mowbray's best mate here, who also knows a little bit of inside information on Dean Smith. Mr. Forrest, man, what's that all about him? Yeah, I was uh, mates with Tony Mowbray, and uh, he told me a couple of seasons ago when uh, Brentford were playing Blackburn last game of the season, Blackburn had to win to stay up by a few goals. I said that uh, Tony Mowbray was best man, at, no, Dean Smith was best man at Tony Mowbray's wedding, guaranteed three points for Blackburn, Blackburn won 3 1. Okay, and I've got to ask you the question was this true? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, did it kick off? Did it kick off? I mean, did, did, was, was this a big story? Yeah, well, I was. Uh, I said it. Well, I was. I was in my pants, uh, having a breakfast, watching Sky Sports News. Put it on Twitter. All of a sudden, come back downstairs, and uh, it's gone viral. Um, Brentford. Uh, declined the claim. They've they've said no. It's never happened whatsoever, and <laughs> and it's all that. It all blew up from there, mate. Oh, so I mean, the thing is, obviously, uh, the fact that they got the three points. Obviously, you know, we we had to deny the claim because you know yeah, we, we, we we were desperately trying to send Birmingham City down, and I mean, God Christ Almighty, man, I mean, we couldn't even we couldn't even do that, could we? Exactly. When it went when it went three 0 Blackburn, I was like, I told you, I told you the best mates at each other's wedding. But uh, thankfully for us. Uh, we managed to get the win against Ipswich, so it was all, all forgotten. That is an excellent story. Uh, another of my favourite fake news football stories. Ryan Giggs could never have played for England. Was never an option. You're all silent. Yeah. Why is that then? It, it's ju- it was it, because he's Welsh. But the belief was built around the fact that at the time, so he was the captain of England schoolboys, because at the time there was no Welsh schoolboys, there was no Scotland schoolboys. Everyone just played for England schoolboys because they thought that was an easier system for, I guess, like scouting networks and youth networks. And as a result, journalists just went, that kid in an England kit, there's there's pictures of him in England kits, because there was no Welsh schoolboys, that kid... Could, why is he not playing for England now? There he was playing for England. I guess he's chosen to play for Wales. Just someone just made that jump, and everyone's lived with it ever since. But it was never an option for Ryan Giggs to play for England. It never could have happened. He was never eligible. Apart well, from, I never. obviously, he lived in England long enough, but he is Welsh. He's completely Welsh. And he knows he is as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, so, yeah. So, listen, I mean... Go on. Talking about, I'm just saying other fake news stories as well, because that's quite an interesting one about the Giggsy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this sort of kicked off when we obviously, well, the Mowbray one has just like, yeah, blew it's, out of the water as well. Mad, that it's isn't it? mad as well. I remember a story, like I said, from back in the day. Do you remember this guy, Ali Dia? Yeah, Southampton, right? That's right. Yeah. And Graham Souness, he, he was told he played for with George Weir at yeah. PSG, and he sort of signed him up, brought him down. And uh, he played, sort of played a bit, and, and he, so he was absolutely rubbish. And then he sort of sent him back, and no one ever knows because obviously there's no internet, there's no scouting. He no. just sort of took a phone call, and uh, I thought that was that was a brilliant bit of fake news yeah. activity. The, I think it's the same guy. I think he ended up at Banger in in Wales. Excellent. Or, he drove a Banger, probably. <laughs> <laughs> he did basically just did the same thing for a few more years. 
Excellent. Bluffing, bluffing yeah. his way through his career. It's extraordinary. There's, yeah. there's, a, there's a couple of famous, famous sort of signings, infamous signings. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is fake news. It's certainly fake research. But Murray Jones, when he signed for for Brentford from Grimsby Town, he was Dean Holdsworth's replacement. He was yeah. like, he scored a ridiculous amount of goals for us one season. He got his move to Wimbledon. Rest is history with Dino. Um, and we we signed this guy called Murray Jones, and he was very just an awkward looking, gangly lump yeah um and he was just rubbish i mean he, he, he whatever data they were given yeah it was just fake and he, he was kind of run out of town pretty much within a year and the other the other one that i'll never never forget reading in, in uh, the news of the world back in the day was kev o'connor which is you know our b team manager at the moment mm-hmm. um record record appearances 520 odd um Apparently, Liverpool were looking to sign him in their gossip pages for a million pounds. Now, Kev O'Connor is, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a great loyal servant for Brentford, but yeah. I don't think he was ever going to be <laughs> an Anfield yeah. player. So, yeah, I think that was that's certainly fake news. Yeah, I think the one I remember that's quite funny was um, some years ago, um, a bit of lazy journalism from somebody meant that um, there was a discussion on the Liverpool um, forum mm-hmm. and somebody threw in. Um, a scene from um, that TV show on Sky, Dream Team, right? Where um, there was a player that um, Liverpool in the show were meant to be buying from Harchester United. <laughs> Somebody threw that on there. The journalist obviously thought, "Oh, I'll have that." Put it up on the website. Before you know it, it snowballed and what all the. It, it was um, Didier Baptiste. His name Didier is. Baptiste. He was great. He was. So yeah, everyone's oh yeah, Didier Baptiste. Who is he? Who is he? I've never heard of him. Never heard of him. And all these Liverpool fans trying to find that information yeah. on this. And next thing, it's snowballing. Then more media sites are saying Liverpool in for Didier so, Baptiste. So this was like a previous incarnation of clickbait, wasn't it? Yes. It was like team talk. Definitely. Or so yeah. people would take any bit of nonsense, yeah, spin it, and then try and monetize it. <laughs> so mm. that's. I think that's uh, again clickbait's no, nothing new either. And a similar thing. You always get. Um, like a YouTube channel someone will always go to either Chelsea or City once a summer in the transfer window like first day of the season when the market's open and just walk around making up names asking fans what they think of this new player they're about to buy because people will just go yeah no I think he's really good he's just what we need, <laughs> what we need. it'll be yeah, interesting yeah. to see how he gets on <laughs> loads of those um, other good ones uh, John Obi Mikel Jim when he initially signed for Manchester United mm-hmm. pictured in a shirt and then allegedly went missing. Apparently his family were kidnapped. And he turns up a month later and says, I'm only playing for Chelsea. Signs for Chelsea. And Chelsea had to pay like a... Some I thought sort of going to his family back. No, it was, a re- it was a really weird one. That was a, it. Was yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I do remember that. Was his family um, all right? Did yeah, everyone was fine. Okay. There was no like... I mean, something sinister was going on. But everybody was fine. Okay, that's all right. That's in, 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 in a strange way, it, it's sort of fake news because basically you got the Man United. I think, I think, I'm sure it's Man United. You got the Man United squad, mm-hmm. and then you got the guy that managed to sort of get inside the photograph on the pitch. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that well, was weird. Player more than fake news. Yeah, walked on stood next to like Cantona or Beckham or someone, yeah. just smiling away. Yeah, we've had a, we've had a couple of rumoured players joining us over the summer, haven't we? That didn't quite happen. I think they, I think that was fake as well. Yeah, wasn't it? that's it was right. the um, but, who was the guy? 
what's his Engels. name? Engels. 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 Yeah. That was completely and utterly fake, you know. But you always get that because, like I said to you, especially now with the internet, yeah. Uh, people and the agents are going out there trying to put their player about. Our oh, Brentford are after them, so they try and get a little bit of a heat on them. But they used to get old school. You used to get that similar type of fake news that's happening as well. Remember those we when we were buying a lot of players, sort of because coming out of Division One and in the Championship. And remember there was that fake news story going around that Carlton Cole was going to join Brentford. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where that comes no, from. That's absolute rubbish. nonsense, wasn't yeah. it? You know, it's never, never going to happen, was it? No, that's but, a great story. But you know, that's, that's what we're finding now. We're going to have to get used to this. It, the, the more profile that we yeah. get, people are people are yeah. starting to talk about Brentford now, and that's that's fairly unique mm-hmm. for us. You know, we, we've 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 always been sort of been seen as like you know the poor relation of West London, yeah. blah blah blah. But now people are gossiping, so we're going to have to get used to it. Abramovich buying Brentford. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't know about this one, but I've heard that this yeah. was a story. I heard. Well, no, I, apparently I had it got as far as him flying over and saying, oh, sat down there, looks nice. There, he flew, he, so he flew over the ground, he saw the ground, and he thought, because he was looking to buy a club, and he flew in, saw Brentford, and, 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 and apparently, apparently made a newspaper. Did you say so? No, apparently, yeah, something like that. Apparently I heard, yeah, he was flying over, and um, I think he was just saying, what's that? What's that? What's what's that? that? There? There's obviously that Cameron Diaz story, the Cameron Diaz oh, yeah, Brentford that, fan. That was, oh, yeah. I, think that was, <laughs> I think that was fake, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. you know, I reckon if spin. I Google famous Brentford fans, we'll get something. Oh, she will she'll, 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 she'll come, come up. She'll come up. She'll first. Yeah. Cameron, Diaz. Cameron Diaz Brentford in there. Yeah, we, that, that actually prompted us to do a bus to QPR full of uh, Hollywood stars, didn't it? So we all sort of turned up and mm. all sorts of Hollywood gear down the QPR. It didn't go we out did. particularly well, actually. No, keep no. your fans but as well. there's actually tell you something there was another fake news story warburton was sacked by brentford that's fake news isn't it it was yeah. very contentious at the time though wasn't it yeah. it's it, um it divided our club for for, for months Th- and months three, well maybe years about two or three years yeah we're still hearing about it today but um, he was not sacked by brentford but anyway we should move on but he was not sacked by brentford no. because he was uh he was given uh, the, the rules had changed where he was not able to uh have the final say on players who, who came and went you know it had to be a part of a committee and he decided that he <laughs> didn't, want be, didn't want to be part of that so uh, he went about his way as it is so it was fake news but anyway we should move on as well what else sure. is there well before we go I will confirm Cameron Diaz comes up as a Brentford fan as does Phil Collins Phil uh, Collins so that seems fine doesn't it uh, we'll carry this on in just a moment who needs news of misery in the world when you can just switch on 5 Live Love Sport 558am the Fans Show with 7bestbets.com. From casinos to horses, we've got it covered. 7bestbets.com. Love Sports, official betting partner. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance, Jim went on the spokesmansaid.com and saved hundreds. I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making 
making an impact. We do taxi tops. Visit wedoh.com. We do the smarter, quicker way of advertising in London, supporting London businesses of all sizes. The Novotel London Blackfriars, the official hotel partner of Love Sport, located just minutes away from the city and London's famous South Bank. You can kick back and taste the flavours of the world at the Jamboree Bar and Grill and enjoy all the sights of London in style. The Novotel London Blackfriars. Are you frustrated by your job and looking for a new opportunity? At SEHBAC, we are currently looking for talented and driven sales consultants to join our award-winning teams in Chelmsford and Colchester. If you have experience selling windows, doors and conservatories, we want to hear from you. With a fantastic range of benefits and full training provided, SEHBAC has the job that's right for you. For more details or to get in touch, visit sehbac.com. Taking antibiotics when you don't need them puts you and your family at risk of a longer and more severe illness. Always take your doctor's advice. Search NHS Antibiotics. Love sports. Millions and millions of coffee shops. That is London. The Fans Show with 7bestbets.com. Fancy a flutter? 7bestbets.com. Love sports official bookmaker. In just a moment, we'll be talking about Arsenal, but the fake news hasn't finished yet. No, it hasn't at all. I mean, just just going to briefly talk. I don't know if we can enlarge on this too much, but this is again going back to the pre-internet days. Mm. You know, when a story used to sort of reverberate around the pub, and then it used to go and go. The Chinese whispers used to come. I, I vaguely remember this story, and somebody sort of reminded me about this today, and I thought well, this is properly dark. But there was the Trevor Morley and Ian Bishop fake news story as well. You know, we should say we can't talk about that, but it was, <laughs> it, was, it, was it was properly out of order. You know, what I'm saying because there was a story that. I thought, one of them was beaten by his wife for various reasons and stuff yeah, like I that. Yeah, I think we also... You know, but I just said to you, it was, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a bit bit of a wrong one as well, you know what I'm saying? Now, that one as well, but I'm just... I think I'm trying to highlight the fact that back in the day, you know, you couldn't... You couldn't you couldn't go on social media and correct these things so they kind of get a little bit out of hand. Sometimes that so, doesn't help. In the case of Wilfred Zahar, and there are rumours about him, I mean, we can talk about this, because Wilfred Zahar acknowledged it as a thing, and therefore it becomes in the public domain, yeah, and we true. can talk about it. So there were weird rumours that the reason David Moyes wouldn't play him at Manchester United was because he was having some sort of fling with David Moyes' daughter, Lauren. Oh. It was a similar sort of age. Oh. And I think most people thought, oops, silly, but it would be a funny reason if that's why he's not playing. Mm. Zaha heard the rumours, and as a Manchester United player, wrote on Twitter, I'm not engaged in a sexual relationship with my boss's daughter. I thought you were going to say he asked her out. <laughs> no, he just he like came out and denied this ridiculous rumour. Mm. But by, by denying it, he made it real, and David Moyes at some point would have been informed by like the social team at United. The social way, workers. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> writing about your daughter. Like it's such a weird situation that was yeah. for a fake news story to get out of hand. No, no, definitely. No, that's definitely. True. There are also people. Some I do believe there are some people that still think Kevin Campbell is an alien, based on that um, <laughs> story in the sport years ago. But I guess I guess with him, he's, he's got a big enough audience. That's the best way to quell a rumor, isn't it? Yeah, Rather I suppose, than feed it back out yeah. through the papers because you never know what they're going to do with no. it. Just but I don't think it made it to the papers. I think it was just like just a whisper like people would have joked about it Terrace online whispers. just yeah. thought I'm going to nip this one right in <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, t- I tell you one which was just one which was a big one for me when I was uh, a young kid I remember always turning up to Brentford and Brentford kept on saying we're going to build a big scoreboard on the Ealing Road do you remember it the scoreboard yes. and I was like, so excited every year they go, when's it going to be built they said oh next year next year kept going back year after year and they never built that big electronic scoreboard or, on the, the, road. or the monorail yeah. or the Brentford monorail have you got a scoreboard now uh, yeah. <laughs> 
got two. They're about as big as this, your computer. Right, great. Yeah. It's the most pathetic things you've ever seen in your yeah. life, mate. And, and the last thing, and, and you're going to love my little link there as well, there's the final bit of fake news that we have is that Brentford's ticketing system will be able to handle the Arsenal tickets going on sale. Ooh. As long as no more <laughs> than, as long as no more than four people log on at once, we'll be all right. Uh, <laughs> we anyway, see. we should move on. Okay, so how are you feeling about the Arsenal match? Excited. Yeah, yeah I mean, not in a not in a nerdy sort of little boy kind of. Oh, yeah. we've got Arsenal. It's um, it's one of the few teams I've never seen us play. We, I don't think we've played them since the war in any. Wow, that's any, pretty phenomenal. Yeah, any any competition 47 at all. Seven was the last yeah. game, I think. Okay, so yeah, so there you go. And Laney, mm-hmm. the statistician, as well. I mean, you know about the record against Arsenal, isn't it? A lot of people don't know that because they think ah, Brentford always been smashed by Arsenal, but that's not the case, is it? No, no. Our, our record against them is is very very impressive. They they didn't beat us in in the top flight until towards the end when we had a stinky season. And obviously we played played Arsenal or in the Arsenal Stadium mystery, which mm-hmm. is a fantastic film if you've ever seen it. So that was Brentford playing at at Highbury back then. So it's left yeah. Back, they're not, they're, kids, they've not always played at, played at the Emirates. Right? Yeah. They, they did play at Highbury once. So uh, yeah, but you know, we, we, our, our record against against um, Arsenal is pretty good. So it bodes well. What is the facts well. again? I mean, I, I, I haven't got the figures in front of me, but I think that they've they've rebeaten them eight times and they've, they've won two, they've won three, two or three times or something like that. So you know, Brentford have got the upper hand. Yeah. Even going back to their Woolwich, I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure the form since 1935 is. I don't think you can correlate <laughs> to now. To be honest. Quite. Well, you can sort of. Quite a long time. We are on a, on a nice 70-year <laughs> unbeaten run against Yeah, that's good effort. <laughs> uh, the information at the moment is that it will be played on Wednesday, the 26th of September, at 7:45 kickoff. 20 pound tickets or 10 pound for half-price concession, and there are 5,000 tickets going to Brentford fans. Is that right? So no, far, no, no, it's actually t- no. It's 20 pounds in the upper tier. Yeah. 10 pounds in the lower tier, and if you're right. concessions, it's half that. So it's five pounds for kids and, and OAPs and stuff, and uh, 10 pounds if the top tier as well. well so do, it's, isn't it? Yeah, it's proper, and it's 5,000 tickets. Now, apparently, we're looking to get eight or nine thousand tickets, which is oh contentious. I mean, Laney, what do you, you think a, about oh, that? Is that another ooh? There's an ooh. Um, I yeah, uh, nine thousand is always impressive when you're taking that away. But you know, we've we've seen so often when we take a massive away, um, you know, following that sometimes the atmosphere is pretty pants. So I think it's better if it's you know smaller and louder than bigger and That's kind true. of everyone having a picnic it's sort of the popcorn yeah. you know it's it, i think you know yeah a lot of a lot of fans will want to want to want to see it a lot of mates of fans will go oh can you get me a ticket um but really well, you're gonna have your um kick popcorn out of football uh, yeah. i mean the reality is i mean i mean the emirates has hold of those what 60 65 75 i don't even know it's a massive stadium all i know is that all my arsenal mates were like Oh, I don't even bother do the, the League Cup, but I might have to make an exception this time. So they don't. And a lot of people that I know who aren't regular Arsenal fans, they say I support them, but they can't ever afford a season ticket or go regularly. They look to the League Cup teams to, to go and buy tickets and go with their kids. Yeah. Five quid a ticket, ten quid a ticket. So what I don't, I don't know what the crowds are. They probably push up 35, 40, 45,000, which for us is a massive crowd. But for them, that's like, oh my God, the ground's not even full. Yeah. So if anyone really wants to go to this game, they can go to this game. They don't have to be in the Brentford end. They can get a ticket anywhere in this stadium yeah. for tenner, whatever like that, and they can go. And uh, listen, I'm not. It would be great Brentford coming down there and having a bit of a laugh. But you know what we want is people behind the goal, at the bottom of the goal, 
people are standing i know that you say oh no you're not allowed to stand but listen safe standing and all that lot it's all going to be going through soon you know let's get a right atmosphere so people if they want to go downstairs we'll have the standing downstairs we'll have the people that want to sit upstairs so we've got a nice proper racket going on there's enough space in that stadium for everyone to be comfortable enough and you know we've got to look out for fans who you know you don't want to stand in front of fans that don't want to stand and all that kind of stuff so we have to look out for each other so let's just let's just be sensible about it but let's try and get everyone standing downstairs people sitting upstairs as much as possible and go out there and have a laugh should be a cracking game as well to be honest you know they're they're, they're going to play some obviously good stuff they're yep. famous for it um it's, it's a really good test for us uh shows how you know if we're going to put ourselves up i know they're not going to be playing their first team let's be honest with you but you know whatever they've got in reserve should be you know should be a good contest do you want brentford to play their first team do you look at this and think well this is a season we could go up do we want to be stuck in this cup or is that part of the fun that's probably all in love football well we've got two we've got two really dodgy you know really tricky games so yeah. you know, you're right you know the, the game at derby is is mm-hmm. is really really important you know so that's a few days afterwards isn't it a few days before a few days before what's the one afterwards reading straight straight after that yeah, as well well reading are not doing particularly well so in principle at home with reading and we're not it's not going to do a teams like reading because we don't want to do that but we need to be concentrating on making sure we take maximum points for them so if we're playing arsenal on the wednesday you know you don't want your injuries you don't want your players no, tired but and all this kind of I, I just think the manager's got a problem i, I think you know the players are going to want to play yeah that's the, that's the main thing the players are going you know the players are that's one reason you become a footballer is a play at places like um, the Emirates against teams like Arsenal so do you really you know that, that shop window they, yes, they all exactly. want to play well and you know there's, there's players within our team that are very capable of playing playing at that level so so is it fair if you've got a team if the manager comes in and going Cheltenham it's a B team game I'm going to get you players in, you get a little bit of, you know, oh yeah, South End, the B team team. And then all of a sudden, you get Arsenal. All right, see you later. Thanks very much, lads. Just move over on side. This is for us <laughs> now. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, that, it wasn't a really a B team. It was an A team light, really, wasn't it? Well, minus. Yeah. I did, did a lot of, a lot of the first team players got a run out. So. Yeah, but I think you've got to look at that Cheltenham game and look back at it and say, who earned the right to play at um, the Emirates in that game? And, and I think from the manager's point of view as well, in every match he needs to put a team out that yeah. is capable of winning that game. If he, if he wants to weaken it slightly for, for Cheltenham, that's fine. And, they, and as long as they long as they win it, and they did, and against Arsenal, he needs to put a team out that's capable of winning it. Definitely. So we're not we're not going there to be football tourists. I, you know, I, I don't want us to just to go there and just you know Looking just around. be no. no no we you want to go compete. there well, yeah we'd have yeah. to you know we saw that at Chelsea when we yeah. played them you know a couple of seasons back we would come away embarrassed didn't we we got excited about the game and, yeah. and we walked away and we're going what was that about why have we wasted 40 quid why have we wait why did we get excited about it because we just rolled over it's always an opportunity for teams in the lower leagues from the Premier League especially against the big sides to actually display the quality that exists below the leagues for the fans that watch Arsenal and don't think anything exists below don't think there's any quality below so I, I always think it's a shame when teams turn up and they don't bother they don't play a team because every season one of United Chelsea Arsenal City Liverpool or two or three are knocked out by smaller teams it always happens yeah. so I always think it's such a waste of an opportunity not to try but obviously you have to respect the league campaign because that's so important N- players like Nico Unaris, he's going to be desperate to, to 
play against Arsenal. He had a, you know, he was the he came through their, their yeah. youth ranks. So he's got obviously got a point to prove. Yeah. And he's a new guy as well, Josh De Silva. Josh De Silva, one of the one of the one of the many De Silvers. Yeah. Um, you know, quite a few De Silva. No, actually, I don't know if he's related to them. Actually, I have to find out. I think he might. I think he might I'm not be. Sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. But yeah, there's quite a few De Silvers that are flying around, and we've got two of them now, <laughs> uh, which is great. And like I said, he's come out, and he's a future first team player as well um, whether or not he's going to be involved in this is going to be too early for him but I'm sure he's going to be egging on his, his mates at the side and in fact he'll probably be having some of his ex-teammates playing because you know the under 23s yeah. and everything yeah. like that they'll be, they'll be right. playing that game and we but, would have had another one wouldn't we where Chatsy Theodoridis oh, he, had to, go um, back, he had to go back to the army, army. Yeah. Yeah. guys you've got a minute and a half left Ooh. Oh. now is the opportunity plug away Go on, Bill. Yeah, yeah, podcast. Listen, listen. The podcast is going to be... Well, this this show's going to be live... Well, you'll be listening to it, but it's live <laughs> uh, tomorrow, 7 o'clock in the morning as well. We do our podcast Wednesday night. going to be in the pub on Wednesday night, as we do. We're going to be recording in a lovely pub in West London somewhere, drinking pints of pride and everything like else we do. And then on Thursday morning, 7 o'clock, podcast will be live again. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook, um, Besotted, Twitter, Besotted, and YouTube, Besotted1992. Subscribe to us. And then it's the international break, and then we'll be back next we'll week. We'll be back here on Monday, and then... Will yeah, well, I won't because I'm flying off. I'm flying away again on Friday, aren't I? Yep. Just an international jet set. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, obviously next week we'll worry about when it's next week. Okay. Well, that sounds absolutely ideal. Well, we've got another thirty seconds before anyone has to go anywhere. Yeah. So, uh, what score prediction? Yeah, yeah, score prediction. Go on. Go on. Go on. So score prediction for this week for this weekend. Yeah. That's well, right, I think it'll be a dull one this week. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 I expect so. Well, uh, I say a lot of people have gone. Got, got, Wigan, got, yeah? Yeah, no, no, no. That's the following week. England, oh, is it? England, I've actually got tickets for the England game on Saturday, but I won't be going to that one. But I'll just say that uh, James Hosshouse, yeah, our, our ex-player, is playing for, probably going to play for England, going to make his debut. Yeah. So uh, we'll pick ourselves up another little bit of money for that, won't we? Probably. Yeah, so. we will. We get another another well, 500000 or something like that. So uh, we'll be raking in the cash, you know, before we mm. know it. Tarkowski would have made us so much money, you know, we'll be able to buy that. He's five he's, players. He's taking um, Gary Lineker's record, isn't he, if he plays? That's right. The biggest ears ever to play for England. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. This has been Love Sport. The boys will be back next Monday. Come on, you bees. You bees. You bees. It's nearly time for the news, real news, unless I'm in any of the stories, in which case it's probably fake news. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.